All right. Welcome back or welcome to More in Common. Uh, This is our social experiment where we find and create unity. We're doing it by exposing people, their stories, their mindsets, and the reasons for them. It's our social experiment to find common ground and make this uh, world a better place. We try to do it by exposing so-called difficult topics such as race, politics, religion, mental health, and evaluating people's stories, their thoughts, and the reasons for having them. And we challenge our ability to evolve how we see and think of each other, ultimately exposing that we have more in common than that which divides us, even while rooted in differing points of view. I'm Rodney. And I'm Keith. We're more in common. So, hey, thank you for being here. A couple of quick announcements. Um, you can catch us catch us and all of our content on our website, moreincommonpod.com. It's a mouthful, moreincommonpod.com. From there, you can get to everything that we're doing, our episodes, our blogs, our socials, and our apparel. We have shirts. Um, if you want to support us, pick up a shirt has a great message they feel good and with that we'll jump into today's follow-up episode of bracia where we talked about uh, her challenges with mental illness and uh, mental health and just how awesome she is as a human being in general keith what did you what 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 are you taking away from our conversation with bracia what have you been thinking about well i think one it it's one of those things especially being a dad Um, and you think about all of the possibilities of the life that, that our daughters will experience. And so on the, on the downside, it's like, man, you know, I want to do everything I can, but I know I can't control everything. So really trying to find my parenting rhythm around that mentality, um, and and just how awesome Bracia is in navigating that, right? Like in her experience in her life, you know, the, the, that's a you know she's what early twenties, and she's she's certainly gone through a lot more than I have, right? And I think the other thing that I've taken away from that conversation, especially having listened to it a couple of times, is your interaction in that dialogue. I, I studied psychology. Right. Um, I've been diagnosed right, with right. depression. Like I've, you know, navigated this ecosystem in one fashion or another for a long time. So talking about mental illness is actually pretty, pretty normal for me, if you will. Um, but knowing it's not for you and having, you know, engaged so well in that conversation but I noticed it, right? And how you how you worked and navigated through it um, as someone who doesn't talk about it all that often. So I thought that was, it was a bit of a, I, I don't want to call, I mean, I guess I'll call it a light bulb moment of the difficulty of these conversations for most people, not just myself, right? Like, and you kind of take advantage of your mm-hmm. own world that you live in. So, um, you know, it, it's helping me frame the importance of having that conversation because uh, I would otherwise say, yeah, of course it's important. We should do it, right? But it's not the easiest thing for everybody yeah. to navigate, right? Yeah, like super, super uncomfortable for me. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't like, like you said, I haven't been diagnosed. I don't, I didn't study it. I don't get it from um from a very academic or I think logical standpoint like I understand 
the things that Rachel was telling us. And, and the, I mean, that opened a lot of, a lot of doors and a lot of things for me, like just to try and, um, glimpse it more, but it's, um, you know, that's why I'm so, f- I'm so, I don't know if fascinated is the word, so interested in this understanding why we have such a hard time, uh, as a, as a, I guess as individuals and then as groups of people and families um, dealing with mental troubles. And um, I think so much of it is because, you know, like we talked about because you can't see it. And, and, and even, I guess if you could see it, I don't know, we can't see it. So it's, uh, yeah, it's challenging and it's hard for me to talk about. And even like, you know, the conversation we had leading up to this, where we talked about, undiagnosed and me being like, Oh, well, I've got undiagnosed depression in my family or with myself. Like, I don't even know how you talk about that as an, as somebody who's not, uh, who's not been diagnosed, but thinks they have tendencies towards and or, um, or has, uh, symptoms of, right. It's like, well, that's not, those things aren't equal. But being so far removed from it, like it doesn't make sense. And then there's also the aspect of like, I don't want to go see a, I don't want to go see a doctor to talk about it. Like, what if I do? I don't want that. Um, you know, there's an avoidance aspect for myself. I don't know about others, so but for me, curious. And I mean, that's that's super insightful, right? Um, because you know, I didn't, I didn't really think about it until I listened back um, to to the conversation. And so I'm curious how, with all that said, how the conversation with Brazier, mm-hmm. like what, what was a big thing that you took away from it as, especially given the context that you just laid? Um, so it's, I think it, that, that she has, she's been able to tie together, at least, you know, from all the data that she has or all the info she has, she can tie together her accident and breaking her arms to uh, a lack of control and lack of control leading to eating disorder because she wanted to have control over something. And that's after years of years of looking back and diagnosis. Right. But um, like, you know, you talk about raising children and wanting to do everything right. And it's like, her parents did nothing wrong there. Like she broke her, like she was having a good time ziplining and she fell and broke her arms. And like, you would, I, I would never think that that could lead to that. Mm-hmm. Like it just, it doesn't seem to follow a logical progression, but it does. It's just, um, so it, it leaves me, you know, I, it leaves me thinking that I've got to, I've, I need to allow room for more grace for other people in my life, like, you know, that little side comment where I'm just like, uh, she's so stupid or he's so like, he's not even trying or, um, whatever, like whatever it is, it's just like, maybe I just need a little bit more grace. Cause I really don't know what's going on under the hood, like in the head. Um, so that was kind of, that was the biggest thing. That's a good one. Uh, oh, and also I, that the, that the eating disorder wasn't about appearance. You know, there's this, um, it, 
I guess it's maybe the, I don't know if it's the easy way. It's just a very, it is a way to relate to a thing, I guess. Like, oh, you want to look better, so you're eating less. Um, it's the, it's the and external it's like, approach. No. It's kind of that whole concept of, you know, a broken arm gets sympathy because you can see it. You alluded to that, right, mm-hmm. earlier. And we talked about it in the episode. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, a mental illness is something that's not tangible, you can't see. Well, control isn't either, right? Control is not a tangible thing. Um, it is, it is, you know, an experience of, of our life. Whereas, yeah, it makes sense. Oh, I, you know, have this because I want to be skinnier because that's the end result of not eating, right? But the reality mm-hmm. is it's not about the end result. It's about the process to, the, the, along with it. Um, yeah and and then there's the thing we didn't talk about this per se there's the you know she she was looking for control Mm -hmm. her mechanism was food and then it led to serious health issues Mm -hmm. that you know almost cost her life and like that's like the the gravity of that like how because because i think somebody could hell i could listen and say well you want to control, so why not control, like, how about eat some food and then up your nutrition? But it doesn't work like that. Like, it was, it, there was a break in there that didn't allow her to, to um, flip a switch, if you will, and say, oh, okay, yeah, well, I need more nutrition so I can be healthy. Like, that wasn't even in the pick, that wasn't even in the, in the brain. And, like, it's, um like that's how serious this is like that it's so serious that you can look completely past your own well-being um and and you know it goes it goes back to the grace comment man like it's serious it's not just um fairy dust and whatever Mm -hmm. like it's this is real this is really real yeah i i just have to you know say it's it was a, a great appreciation to to have Bracia on to talk about her story because it, it's hard yeah. right and it's hard for a lot of people um and it is serious like this this isn't uh it's not a joke it's not uh just pick your chin up and get after it right like these these are real things and and i and i love what you said about having more grace because i certainly certainly could follow that line of thought as well and giving giving people a, a more of a pass because you just don't know even even if they got an hour of sleep last night and they don't want to tell you about it and they're just you mm. know having having that type of day um you just never know and you know we often sit back and go oh you know this guy is and that guy is and uh, this gal is and that gal is and you know, it, it is a, a moment of opportunity to, to look at situations and, you know, look at people who are stronger than than I think I am, like Bracia at times, you know. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I, I would, you know, and, and yeah. think about people in a much more positive way because, you know, they, they could be stronger than you because they could be dealing with something way worse than you have to deal with today. Yeah. And she's, you know, and she's taken it. She well, she's taken it. She's recovered from anorexia. She's 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 managing or managed 
uh, bipolar to this point and and she's out here trying to figure out how to help other people she's trying to uh, increase exposure and tell real stories in a cinematic fashion so that people can digest it and hopefully hopefully make this thing more relatable for people and, and she's she's man that would be she's an impressive yeah. young woman indeed so it was it was fun recording and um, I, I learned learned hmm. a lot Good. So, well, uh, that's that's our follow up episode. Thanks for joining us as always. And as Rodney said at the beginning, you can find the Bracia episode on our website, moreincommonpod.com, if you want to go back and listen to it. And of course, you can connect with us in, in the myriad of other ways that our website provides you. So, um, this is More in Common. Expose, evaluate, and evolve. Evaluate. Evolve. Beep, boop, 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 boop.